What's up guys? Welcome to Life's Weird Questions. This is Ellie here and today I'm joined by Flynn, Hi. Zach and Cash. How are you guys going today? Good. Good. Yeah, good. Um, what'd you have for breakfast? Chicken bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, who eats pasta for breakfast? Me. <laughs> what about you, Cash? What Toast. about you? Vegemite, <laughs> you good old Australian. <laughs> yep, yeah, what about you? Uh, I had crumpets with... <laughs> <laughs> I love crumpets. Um, yeah, do we have any nicknames, Zach? I go by Doogie. Okay, what about you, Flynn? Flinny boy. Flinny boy, um, yep, yeah, all right, Cash. Philip. <laughs> G'day, Philip. G'day, mate. Okay, we have lots to talk about today, including a snake hungry for some sick basketball shots, delicious fighting, not hungry for wins, but hungry for gravy, a golf ball on its highest peak. But first, we are going to be talking about a ferocious art student willing to do anything to cure his hunger. You're listening to Life's Weird Questions. Question of the day. Do you guys classify food as art? Why or why not, Zach? One time I was at a friend's house and for dinner there was mashed potato with some really weird stuff and it was very foul. That's why I do not classify food as art. (laughs) Gross. Well, (coughs) I don't know because once I went to Domino's and they gave me a dry bone pizza (laughs) and it was cold. But once I went to this fancy restaurant and the food was positioned and made perfectly and it was so good. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because of its beautiful colours and its shape. Detail. In the museum, I saw an apple on display. It was red, round, fat and juicy, just like art should be. Okay, this is my puff piece. The guy who ate a $120,000 banana in an art museum said that he was just hungry. A South Korean art student who ate a banana that formed part of a renowned installation by the Italian artist Maurizio Catalan said he did so because he was hungry. No Hun So was filmed brazenly removing the banana, which was duct taped onto a wall at the Liam Museum of Art in Seoul, <laughs> unpeeling it and eating it in front of a stunned onlookers before reattaching the banana to the sk- banana skin to the wall using the same tape and walking off with a satisfied grin. Pretty crazy story. But how much would you guys pay to see a big, red, juicy, delicious apple on display? Pay? It's a flaming apple. What do you want me to do? Stare at an apple for 50 bucks? Hell nah. (laughs) Okay. What about you, Flynn? I would pay about $2 if you're lucky, maybe 5 but only if I can eat it. Why would you put put it on display if you're going to go rotten? I would not pay any money at all. 
I can just buy an apple from the store for like a dollar and it's a waste of time and money. So true. That's all for now. We'll see you soon. You're listening to Life's Weird Questions. Welcome back to Life's Weird Questions. Should snakes be kept as a pet? Zach? Snakes should not be kept as pets. If they escape, they could go and bite people. Is there even proper cages for snakes to be kept in? Would you let very dangerous snakes live in your house? Nope, nope on a rope. Oh my lordy lord. So, one day I was all happy and I walked down the street to my car and my mum was standing there with a face as white as snow. I have some bad news. My sister died. Yes. I mean, oh, no, poor thing. Uh, no, but your lizard did. It was devastating. Then the next morning, I messaged my dad's friend. Compass, my lizard had passed away. Then I get a message back. I found a baby snake. Do you want it? Um, no. I sent back with no hesitation. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. I'm not waking up with a snake slithering up me spine or accidentally biting me. And next minute, I'm in hospital. I am not having a snake as a pet. No way. Okay, chill. My puff piece is snake in a locker room. The Blazers thought it was a rattlesnake, but a sport official said it was a non-poisonous snake. Later, they put it back into the wild. Players said it was four to feet long, but the official said it was 18 inches. The snake was believed to be a baby. It, the snake was black with white spots. How would you feel if a snake was slithering up your spine during a netball game? Heck to the no-no. Oh, my goodness. No way. If that happens, I would scream, There's a snake in my... I mean, up my spine. I would feel scared and I would freak out and start screaming. I would also be a bit embarrassed, screaming and acting like I'm going to die. That would suck. I would poo-poo in my panties. (laughs) 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 And would 100% get bitten because I would start punching it by accident. Accident? Sure. (laughs) You're listening to Life's Weird Questions. To life's weirdest questions. How much is too much gravy, Ellie? Um, well, one day, 7.30pm, I was on my way back from netball training and we pulled into the best chicken and chip shop, picked up our steaming hot chips and gravy. Then we drove home with the hot chips on my lap. When we get home, I grab a chip and dip it into the hot gravy. 
and put it straight into my mouth. Oh my god, gosh. This was the <laughs> best gravy ever. Perfectly salted, thick, hot. <laughs> Just <laughs> divine. One cup of gravy, please. Once my dad took a cup of gravy and poured it all over his nice, medium-rare, juicy steak. <laughs> Yummy. And took a big bite of it. It was wet and juicy. Oh, yeah. One day I was eating dinner and when I was getting gravy, I put way too much gravy in my dinner. The gravy all fell out all at once, all over my steak. There was so much on my plate. You could swim in in it if you tried. Damn. Watch the Gravy Wrestling Championships where women, men and children wrestle in meat juice in the UK. This is the annual word for Gravy Wrestling Championships, which has seen more than 1,200 spectators who turn up to cheer on their favourites. As the footage shows, men and women have... Men and women have been given in their all to win their bouts and entertain the crowd while in the tasty mess. In the te- around 10 women go head to head in a pool of gravy, same as men, for two minutes, each in a bid to become champion. The winner of each bout is, is the one who ex- entertains the crowd the most money raised from the events going to East Long East Donaldson Hospice. Link back question is, how do you think you your parents would have related to you wrestling in gravy? To be honest, they would probably be like, get the chicken and lick <laughs> me dry. They would send me back to the lobby with no questions asked. I would not even be able to breathe. They would say, we picked out the wrong child from Coles. The shelves <laughs> were empty and I was the only one left. I'm they not, made the wrong decision. I'm not surprised you're from Coles. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you're listening to Life's Weirdest Questions. Welcome back to Life's Weirdest Questions. <coughs> Do you know someone who takes sport way too serious? Um, well, actually, no. But yeah. if I did, this is how I would react. It's a Saturday morning, 5.40am. I wake up. Let's go! I jump out of bed and carefully fold my sheets while doing push-ups. Then I sprint up and down the stairs while doing push-ups. Then I continue to work out all day long while doing push-ups before starting training at 9am. I don't know someone that takes it too seriously, but Flynn sitting across from me, damn, he's a sweat. Well, no, but this is how I would imagine it to be. It's a Monday morning and school is on that day. You wake up at 4.30 and kick the footy until 8.50. You only have 10 minutes left to get ready. Drive to school at 8.59 and your mum says, it's not my fault if your teacher yells at you. Sounds about normal for you. (laughs) I know, right? Oh, my God. Yes, finally, somebody who actually says it. (gasps) 
I have had way too many nerds at sport like this guy in my year six class standing right next to me, well sitting, Flynn! He runs for fun. Like, how could you do that? Well, I have no clue. Sweat. <laughs> my puff piece is talk about crazy golf. Fearless players do not let crumbling cliff face spoil their round. Players on this course really are living life on the edge. After a cliff, cliff collapse, around 2,000 tonnes of rock slipped 150 feet at West Bay in Desert in the heart of Broadchurch country yesterday. It left a bunker on the 15th hole at Birdport and West Dog Set Golf Club. Just, yeah. Yards of <laughs> yards from a gapping chance. Stunning aerial pics captured by tactical photographer James Loveridge showed a group of golfers very close to the edge of a cl- of the cliff. Would you get up at four thirty to play golf alone? <laughs> um, no. Golf is as boring as watching a snail race. Yeah. Damn. It's like go bed with humans. Like, go fetch doggy doggy. Come here, doggy doggy. Good boy. <laughs> Good boy. No, if you are in a public place and it's 4.30 in the morning, nobody knows who's out there and I don't even like golf. I'm not an old grandpa like Cash. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> You're not wrong. No, that would be boring. I hate golf in general as well as Flynn. I don't don't hate it, I guess. I just don't get the point of it. Sorry, Grandpa. (laughs) You're listening to Last Weirdest Questions. last weirdest questions that's all we have time for today my name is zach here with ellie flynn and cash thanks so much for joining us here on last weirdest questions if you would like to hear more episodes from saint Catherine's, you can check them out on our school's own podcast page at archdradio.com this podcast was produced by flynn cash ellie and of course me zach for saint Catherine's, in partnership with archd radio and podcasting Thanks for making thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to this channel to hear heaps of other school life stories. Bye. 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 Toodaloo. Toodaloo.